Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 117, and by jingo, by crikey, by golly, by gosh, I have got a couple of really cool special guests for you tonight or today or this morning or tomorrow, wherever you are. I am one of your hosts, as always, the High Priest of Conchu, Ray, and two very special guests. I can't believe it's taken this long. Uh... We have joining with me, I have joining with, I always get my singularities and plurals wrong. Joining with me is Bobby Lowndes and David Watkins from Moon Knight Core, the Facebook page. Welcome, guys. How are you? Glad to be on. Hi, That's so cool. It's been ages, guys. I mean, I feel yeah, like long, it's... Yeah, long-time listeners, first-time callers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and listeners, you will note as well uh, three distinct accents here. Myself, obviously, from the uh, the, the Conchus Temple. We have David Watkins here with a with a, a quite a quite a sexy twang there. David, where do you hail from? I'm uh, from Midwest Illinois, where uh, the sun goes to die. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and on the other side of the ponds, Bobby, uh, where where are you from, Bobby? You sound like you're Russian or something. Uh, afraid not, no. Um, fully, uh, fully English, I'm afraid. Uh, based in the Midlands. Okay. Yeah, nice. Like, well, middle of the country. Okay. Excellent. So we're well, operating in like three different time zones, right? Like, we this we is, are. Like, really for me. We are stuffing up the, the globe as, as we speak. This is awesome. Um, but so glad to have you guys here, as, as mentioned. Looney's, Looney listeners, uh, you most likely know these guys for sure. Uh, their Facebook page, Moon Knight Core, is massive. I, uh, every time I, I see it, David like what, um, and Bobby, over 21,000, 22,000 likes and follows. Is oh, Man, it just boggles the mind. Um, and so always kind of, sincerely, always kind of look up to you guys because we came in the game a little late. I mean, when did you guys start? When did that page kick off? I think we started after you guys. Oh, no. Um, no. Really? We were, was it September? I, yeah, it was September 2017, I wanted to Yeah, say. so we just broke the two-year mark. Wow. Yeah, no, it was like right after I finished the little Meyer run, and I was like, okay, I got to like uh, make something <laughs> out of this. Like, Far out. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I don't want to um, – we'll get to that with them. I want to save uh, – Obviously, the the information and the back history of Moon Knight Core in our spectacle, uh, but really, really brilliant stuff. Thanks for coming on board. Now, loonies, we are um, we are go- we have got a special. We've got a doozy for you. We are looking at an arc review. This is our over the moon segment. It is, I believe, a waxing gibbous. Uh, so Conchu has decreed that we do an arc review, and I've chosen an obscure one. It's Marvel Comics presents. Uh, volume 1, issues 152 to 154. Uh, there, As usual, it's an anthology. There are a few stories in there, but there's a, a three-parter Moon Knight um, uh, you know, serial in there, and we'll be looking at that a bit later on in the episode. Um, 
But first off, guys, what we usually do, and look, even before I get into the white noise, the latest news, I want to find out what, what what's on your um, reading list at the moment. Uh, Bobby, uh, are you reading anything new or uh, any of the classic runs? Uh, not really. I don't tend to buy single issues. I tend to wait till things come out as trades. That's generally how I do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, picking up like Moonlight stuff just to you know, support Moonlight because he's like a fairly niche character. But no, I'm just going through like uh, a friend let me the Tennessee Coates uh, Black Panther. Okay. Sort of catching up with him. Uh, are you like are you liking that? Or uh, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty good. It's because okay. a lot of like how does a king like is a king so relevant in like the the modern world of Marvel six or six because he's got like hereditary rulership and his people are starting to sort of revolt against that. So mm-hmm. it's quite interesting seeing and balance like responsibilities he has with like does he deserve this position? Mm-hmm. That's all been quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm chipping away at uh, Sandman, which is oh. one of those ones that yeah, everyone should read. A first time read yeah, or a reread? A reread? Uh, I, I read a fair amount of it. As a kid, I'm trying to sort of start again like, from the beginning, just to get all caught up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something about midway through it, and yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I do like uh, like Neil Gaiman stuff, so it's been been a good read. Oh, nice, excellent. And how about you, David? Um, currently, uh, as far as ongoing stuff right now, I've been loving uh, a lot of the stuff Al Ewing's have been doing, uh, specifically Immortal Hulk. That's probably oh. the best Marvel book I've read in years. Yep. Uh, as well as uh, the stuff he's doing in the Marvel Comics run, like uh, the stuff that restarted with the 1000, he's been doing this really interesting story where he's taken all these forgotten aspects of Marvel, like way even more obscure than Moon Knight, like guys that have been heard from since the 40s, you know, the Thunderer. The original Human Torch stuff. Yeah, the original Mm. Human Torch. They tie that into it uh, through this uh, plot with the Eternity Mask. I'm all into like secret uh, history thrillers and especially ones where, like, they leave the big names out of it. Like, it's not really even, you know, no one's in the know except for all these forgotten aspects. And uh, as far as everything else goes, I haven't been reading too much of the older Moon Knight stuff, uh, like rereading it, but uh, I I usually like to pick and choose stuff, and I, like, sometimes read through an entire issue even if I'm just looking for, like, something to make a meme out of. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's that's right. Um, And, yeah, your memes, you guys, uh, have been... Look, I, I think it's to the point where um, it, it, the Moon Knight memes are quite synon- synonymous now with, with the Moon Knight following. I mean, you look at a lot of the loonies and they're, they're following suit as well. They're creating their own memes. Um, there's this whole thing about ketamine and, and, and Dracula that you guys have... <laughs> Which I stole from Star Wars memes about Yoda. Oh, right. Yeah, you got that like from the Yoda stuff, right? The ketamine thing. Yeah, I, I just that's supposed to be like a one-off, but people really took to it, so I just kept doing it. Yeah, yeah. well, it's taken off, Bobby. So, yeah, so. All the <laughs> oh, I, actually, I just that's sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was about to say I should also mention as well, David Watkins. He is uh, Moonmen, uh, so Looney listeners. Uh, you're probably familiar with him. And Bobby is Bushman. Oh, fantastic names. I think those are, I mean, I usually like to allocate a, a little, a bit of a nickname to anyone that comes on the show, but I think those are stellar. So uh, let, let's run with those, those as well. Yeah, I think like when like uh, Dave first put it on the page, we sort of bounced around the idea of maybe sort of naming off like the different personalities, like Jake Min, Mark Winston, like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, what about Raul Bushman? 
and we, we might have had a, a cackle about that. Yeah, yeah no, like, because you brought it up, and I was like, okay, we can't use anything else. That's got to be the one, yeah. or I'm going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, look, let, let's uh, and look. Okay, uh, Immortal Hulk, as as you mentioned, David, that that's brilliant. Uh, Al Ewing oh. is 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 absolutely brilliant. Amazing that you um, mentioned about the Human Torch as well, because I'm really enjoying the Invaders by Chip Sadarsky. Oh. Oh um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's really and uh, you know I do um, I'm partial towards um, Namor, Namor, um, just because I reckon he's a really cool, he's a good douche. You know, he's a good oh, asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so. what um, the first time I ever read Namor is actually like uh, one of those uh, reprint issues. Uh, it was Avengers number four or mm-hmm. or number five when uh, Captain America first shows up, and Namor is in it. He's basically the villain. He's just an asshole the yeah. whole time. Like, weirdly drawn to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too, as well. I mean, it, it makes him interesting. You know, he's not you just, you know, um, cookie cutter. He's like one of the more morally upstanding guys in the Illuminati. Yes, uh, and what I really liked about it, yeah. I mean, sure. he he stood up to uh, also, um, oh, the Illuminati. That was uh, that was about about Hulk, right? But didn't yeah, he also, um, yeah, Hulk and other things. Yeah, because yeah. I think he used them too for his like huge overarching uh avengers thing i think oh, yeah, i haven't yeah. read all yeah I, I just know he was at loggerheads with black panther a lot so um mm-hmm. yeah no but the immortal hulk definitely definitely uh a, a standout for this year i think it came out this year um, this and many i think it came yeah, out I've, I've seen lots of pictures of it. it looks very good so it's definitely on my it's to read list yeah body horror just you know the, the art joe oh, bennett is fantastic yeah. <laughs> you'd never imagine Hulk like that, you know. You'd never imagine him being literally split apart when he transforms. Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, not been the character I've been too interested in, like reading his comics. Mm. But the time seeing him more looks really interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, just um, dip your toe in it, Bobby. In one or two of the issues, I'm sure you get drawn in straight away. Um, oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you read the latest issue, issue twenty four, by chance? Uh, Bob, oh me, um, I haven't. No, yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Um, right. it's just sitting there. I'm a little behind, as always. Prepare, prepare. just really. Just oh, okay. The ending is it, like you won't know what to think of it for like a good hour. <laughs> I swear. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll add. Uh, panels for, on the comment page without context. Mm. Like, who I mm-hmm. use as like a, a big draw for like what should I read now? Oh, what are they posting? Yeah, yeah, they've been quite well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's one of those ones. It, it bloody beat Batman as well, didn't it? As the top selling comic for one month or something, or a few and not just because Tom King's Batman sucks. <laughs> Are you guys? Oh, hang on, sorry. Yeah, that's just the one reference. Um, so, although this is a live simulcast, I should mention um, only one Batman reference is allowed, <laughs> allowed on here. There'll be many, many bleeps. <laughs> yeah, we, we came in early there. Um, but, oh, actually, that reminds me. So, listeners, again, um, as well, uh, this is a simulcast. So, we are broadcasting over Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as we speak. So, if you happen to be awake or, you know, whilst we are, look, you're talking about the UK, the US and Australia here. You've got to be awake in between one of those time zones. Uh, dro- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just uh, just drop us a, a line. Uh, we're up. We're up and running. So um, exciting stuff. Uh, it's you know it's all happening here at ITK. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what I've, what have I been? Um, just quickly, 
Uh, I've been delving into a lot of classic Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, really, really um, fun stuff. Um, some of the older Daredevil as well. Um, I like to, I don't know. Um, I've been, I've always been a fan of Daredevil since about the the late eighties, nineties onwards. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, so just wanting to check out. Just his of the, of the Frank Miller and the Bender stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've read the Frank. I think, Frank I think that's why I I, I, I slag the uh, the Bender of Moonlight off so much. I read it straight after the Daredevil run, expecting yep. the same, yep. and it's it's such a letdown in comparison. I am a hundred percent like yeah. you as well. I I read the Daredevil um, going into the Moon Knight one, exactly, exactly, and bitterly disappointed. Although, guys, as well, I am rereading it now for our modern run review, and to be honest, knowing what it is and what to expect, um, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot more now. So um, yeah, you go with yeah. Low story just not a like yeah oh, yeah story, you know? yeah absolutely no totally agree david i mean it, it, it's fun it's written well it, it's good but it just rubs you up the wrong way with what he it's does better than <laughs> <laughs> oh okay um i haven't read oh, i'm gonna be throwing a, a few different shade things just yeah, because yeah, what no. comics, i'm just like yeah 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 that that's the uh, superman one right uh, Superman and a bunch of other DC characters. Um, just to drop a little bit of line for myself, I, I also run question posting, and I've just been kind of reading that because the question's technically involved in it, and okay. I just got to say, like, it's so boring. Like, I, I'll, I'll say Bendis' <laughs> Moon Knight's better just because stuff happens in it. Okay. Yeah. Like, this is just all people standing around and talking. Uh, is, is, it as, is it as good as uh, issues 152, 153, 154 that we're going to read? Just a little tidbit into what yeah you're gonna expect later on, Moon um, Looney fans, uh, oh, and look and just finally as well, I just got it. I'm, I'm as proud as Punch. I um, I, do you guys collect Valiant comics by any chance? Oh, I've been meaning to get into their stuff. Yeah, I mean to. Like, I like the look of a lot of them. I think they're, they're very... one of the crossover ones. It yeah. intrigued by it, but just not got around to it. Okay, no, they're very good. Um, if you want like solid storytelling, and you want, you actually want continuity between your your um, series, then Valiant is really good because it's a smaller universe, so they're able to do that. Um, and anyway, I, I managed to finally get um, my hands on the hard copy of uh, Bloodshot Volume uh, Book One, um, Volume One of their deluxe edition, uh, long out of print. Um, so yeah, going to be rereading Isn't, Bloodshot. Don't we have movies coming out? They do. Um, yeah, Feb- possibly Fe- when Diesel attacks to Bloodshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, February twenty twenty. No, no, that's it's uh, it's it's that's fact. Oh, it's fact. Nice. Yeah, it's coming out next year. It, it's that's um, cool. I think they're in. I think they're in post production now. I'm not sure. Um, or they're they're in production. So it's it's very much happening. Uh, and there are a couple of other big stars in there as well. Um. I can't think of it off the top of my head. There's that dude from Outlander. I don't know if you guys ever watched that TV series. Um, he's obviously not a big name if, if you guys <laughs> are... Uh, no? Okay. Well, okay. Well, he, he's in it as well. Um, and Vin Diesel, big name. So um, oh, yeah. anyway, yeah. So Bloodshot, um, yeah, very very cool indeed. I recommend anyone to maybe pick up a few of it before the movie just to get acquainted. He's basically like Punisher and Wolverine rolled into one um it's just a killing machine but but very fun um all right guys look let's get on to news there's only one bit of news here so this is going to be pretty painless uh the thing that i've seen and i'm wondering if you guys have as well uh of note 
in the news over the past week is that Conan meets Moon Knight, obviously, oh, in Serpent yeah, War. Yeah, Jinzo tagged us. Yes. Yeah, yeah Jinzo. Yeah, I've put down trying to get that, trying to get the David Finch variant cover. Well, that's it. They, yeah, they released the um, the, what it looks like the, the Finch variant cover, and it looks bloody brilliant. I mean, if you're a fan, it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you've seen it, don't you? It makes me wish uh, Conan sh- showed up in the last uh, issue of Houston's run, like right after Bobby's <laughs> favorite moment, where like they have that whole dialogue with the guy who's trying to mentally evaluate him, and Conan just busts through the f- freaking window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Conan is seamless. You can seamlessly put him in any story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm that to the the mean to do list. Just kind of busting into that issue. Oh yeah, <laughs> please do. You guys will, uh, yeah, you'll have your work cut out for you. Um, so anyway, yeah. So the only thing that really came out um, was this variant cover released. Uh, it's brilliant. Well, look, I'll, I might post it up in the group and on the page. Uh, it's for Serpent War issue one. It's out December fourth. Uh, and this, if you've been living under a rock, um, it's for Conan. It's for Serpent War. So it it, it involves um, Conan and. Uh, is it Richard E. Howard? Is that his name? Uh, the creator of Conan? Robert. Robert. Uh, Robert. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Robert E. Howard. Solomon came with it as well, isn't he? Yeah, Dark Agnes was Dark, also his creation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and our beloved Mooney is in there. So should be fun times. Jim Zyber as well is a great... Uh, you know, I I like his writing. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I think he's quite decent. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not up in the echelon of... Bloody, I don't know who would you call who would you who would you be favorite writers be? Um, Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Isn't he? He's not. He's not up in there. The dizzying heights of Brian Michael Bendis and and uh, and, uh, and such. But um, but he's very solid as a writer. Uh, so he writes it. Scott Eaton will be the artist and the cover art, obviously for variant. Um, the variant cover is David Finch. So the apart from looks good. It looks really good. Oh, you've Have seen you the. Seen... Br- Oh, uh, like, they had like black and white pages. The, the ink. Uh, yeah, I did post the one with Moon Knight in it uh, yeah. a little while ago, and it's pretty cool. It's like it, like the, the how they're depicting Kanchu is pretty cool. He's like this giant statue again, cool. except he moves. And wow, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, um, you probably answered my question, both of you there as well. But do you typically look at like spoilers and previews um, for for a lot of things, or for just Moon Knight, or do you like to? surprise yourself every now and again um with moon knight stuff sometimes i guess it depends on like you know i'll look at something and i'll be like oh well i can make content out of this right away i might as well just dive in or if it's just something oh i should just enjoy this this is supposed to be something to mm-hmm. get into like with um marvel comics presents uh, number four uh moon knight story in that by benjamin percy and uh i'm butcher this juan Ferreira. Mm-hmm. uh that i I only post the only stuff I posted on the page was uh, mostly like me trying to endorse people to get to read it, just because mm. I was like, "Hey, it's a nice story. Like maybe they'll publish his, his comics again if we." Yeah, it was a good story. Uh, Book of Dreams. Yeah, it was good. Um, I, I'm slightly, um, I feel slightly shameful. I gave it a, a mediocre review. <laughs> <laughs> we had it on the show. It's, not, it's like it's kind of anticlimactic because it's like only like yeah. a ten page story, yeah. and it doesn't it's not like the most revolutionary thing ever. But yeah. 
As but, a Mr. Great story, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I get it, actually. I do get it. I mean, the essence. Percy actually captured the essence of Mr. Knight, you know, and, and he did yeah. it actually with an economy of pages. Like, you're talking about 10 pages, which is actually mm-hmm. even a harder thing to do than to write a whole issue. So sure. I, I guess I guess I was just, like, disappointed, which is not their fault in that basically I wanted more, basically. And yeah. it, it seemed like a, a, um, it wasn't a fulfilling story, but... Um, Looking back on it now, it's... Well, yeah. actually, we're going to read today. Only <laughs> <Right. laughs> during the split of the three issues. They let yeah. Book of Dreams be split as well. Yeah. But, hung, uh, hung, story. Yeah. Yeah, hung jury getting a lot of heat already. My God. Um, yeah. Looney, you're going to love it when we're going to get into it. Oh, look. Oh, have we cut the, like, our opening chat where we said it was crap? Is that still to come? Sorry? Have, have, we, uh, are we cutting out the... The, the preamble we had at the beginning. Oh yeah, sorry that that wasn't recorded. Uh, yeah, when we were uh, all, when oh, we were all oh, swearing. Right. It's, it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah, we were all we were all. I know we were all swearing. Uh, David was throwing furniture around. No, no, that didn't make. Yeah. I didn't press record then. Sorry. So. Oh. Yeah, no, I had to rearrange my room before. <laughs> yeah. well, if you can't miss uh, yeah. miss it out as well. I, I'm a play artist now. As a result, like you know, hire me. Uh, yeah, it's look. If anything, Looney's if we're getting you interested in what's to come, that's a good thing. Um, okay, well, that's a bit. That's it for the news, really. Uh, the only other things were all these like tiresome for me, repetitive articles on fan casting, Disney Plus stuff. Oh, what oh, you know, I mean, I should... Hey, yeah, you know, like... I love those. Uh, <laughs> I made a number of. I made a number of fake articles because I guess I'm just really fed up with uh <laughs> journalism or entertainment journalism but when it went to my neck of the woods in moon night i was like oh i'm calling this this crap out this is terrible uh, yeah but, yeah like, fans think this actor who's not been in anything for years is gonna be moon night i know i know for a tv show <laughs> sorry what was that bobby as well uh, I think I've, I've got. I can't. I don't have like anyone in mind for Moonlight himself, but some of his supporting cast. I sort of had a bit to think about. Yeah, uh, like post that. How I thought Robert Carlyle would be a really good Crawley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he would be awesome. He would. Time. Yeah, 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 thinking, yeah. Uh, possibly alongside but Steve Buscemi as the profile. <laughs> <laughs> I still see him as <laughs> Rand. Hey? Just pencil on the little horn stash and you got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and some sh- and some shades. Yeah, after and like Weasley is in the Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that's a good one. How about for Marlene? Anything for Marlene? Not off the top of my head, I'm afraid. No. Emily Blunt, maybe. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. I think. Um, the, look, I, also Sicario. Oh, okay. Right. Um, Look, I haven't put it in the prompt sheet as well, but um, one of the high priests, Rebecca, she tweeted me, uh, sent me a message, um, and I'm only going to put this one on here because there are endless fan casting bloody things out there. Um, but someone posted Oliver Jackson Cohen uh, as as Moon Knight. I've been uh, seeing that for Twitter, actually. Yeah, I oh, have. Yeah, so, what, what do you think? What do you think of him, David? Do you reckon he cuts a cuts a good you know, Moon he was i would totally be on board i'm pretty uh, sure oh if you can but remember I, what he looks like yeah if i knew who he was i mean i've seen pictures of him he looks oh, okay. apart yeah, yeah he great. looks apart yeah yeah 
I don't see a whole lot of like TV shows and movies. So like with all these castings and stuff, like yeah. I, I most times I, it's one ear in one ear out the other. I have no idea what they're even saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but seriously though, you just need, you really, I hope I'm not insulting anyone here, but you just need like a, a decent competent actor. And if they've yeah. got the, if they've got the look and if they can act like you can either, for me, you can either act or you can't. Right. Um, yeah. there are good actors out there, but if you can't act, then you're just absolutely terrible. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and it's quite obvious, but if you, if you, if you've got some chops, um, and, and actually admittedly the Moon Knight, um, the Moon Knight, uh, role is, is a meaty one. I mean, you're going to have to play four characters or five characters. Yeah, I hear, like, uh, Ross McQuand get brought quite a bit. I, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, yeah. Dead. From Walking Dead, yep. Yeah, he'll be cool. Yeah, but I, I, I've not... I think I saw watching Walking Dead around the time he appeared. Not because he appeared, but... I, no, I was about to say, that's not very uh, endorsing of him. <laughs> yeah. But no, lots of people seem to be recommending him, and I've sort of seen his... Yep. Like, there's a, a clip floating around him doing impressions of like loads of different actors, and that's, that's really good. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I can see him naming down the, the personality side of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Andy was in Endgame as, as Red Skull. Yes. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Did... Playing, yeah. Didn't yeah. get Hugo Weaving back for those movies? No, no, that's, no. Uh, that's that was Ross. Ross yeah, oh, Ross wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he did a good job then because I totally yeah. thought that Hugo Weaving. Yeah, I, I thought it was Hugo Weaving again, but yeah, he's he's got the um the the weirdo Germanic accent. Uh, the did, German yeah, accent. Yeah. yeah, that that um Hugo Weaving brought to the character. I totally thought it was Hugo. I yeah. thought that. Changed his mind about hating the Red Skull role. He was prepared to yeah. come back for cameos. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Um, uh, totally, totally different. Um, very odd. I thought of seeing Red Skull as well back in yeah. Infinity War and Endgame, but um, uh, but it was good. No, was I, it like... I thought it was like when he vanishes at the end of First Avenger, you think, oh, well, he's going to come back as a big, a major villain later on. Mm. And then he sort of comes back. Okay, guys, some people to a rack. Friend out of cliff. Um, I, I um, what was it? I, I I really enjoyed it in Infinity War when he cameoed. Um, by the time he showed up in Endgame, I'm like, well, we all know he's there. Like, it wouldn't yeah. be he yeah. kind of twist. Got some oh, other. Yeah, of course, he's in Endgame as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. in Endgame. Black Widow there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they film it like it's supposed to be a surprise. Like you know, he dramatically comes in. He's still got the cloak hidden. Like mm. you know, yeah. Black Widow is supposed to know who he is, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe people, maybe just purely for the people who have come to watch Endgame and, and yeah. they've not seen Infinity War for some reason. Not seen any other Marvel movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who was this? Who was this guy? My God. Who's, guy, who's the guy with the skull? Who's, who's <laughs> yeah. the? Who is he? All the rocks. Yeah. God. Groundbreaking. Um, but no, no. Um, yeah. Ross Marquand is a is a. Is a solid pick, I think, as well. And there's a lot of thing about Shia, Shia Baloof or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. yeah, he was good in Fury. I quite liked him in Fury. He's got an the, intensity the, the, the to him. One. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, he just needs to mellow out a little, I think, outside of the films, I think. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see how he goes. Uh, okay, so guys, look, uh, we're going to move along. That was a, a little bit of the news. Of course, we can always talk about fan casting. It's great. Oh, you know, I enjoyed it as well. But at the end of the day. We've just got to wait and see who gets who gets the role. Um, that'll be pretty cool. Now, spectacle, spectacle. I want to shout out you guys. Obviously, huge um, 
great to have you guys on. Um, their Moon Knight Core is on facebook.com slash Moon Knight Core, all one word. Uh, yeah, guys, t- take us through it. Um, how did I know you've got heaps of fans amongst the loonies? So, um, um, how did, how did, why did you start this? Um, how did it come about? Well, I guess I should start because, um, I, um, how do, you, how do you know each other as well? So. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. It kind of I, I stumbled upon the page somehow, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, I submit, submit a few memes and he's like, oh, do you want to do an admin? Yeah, yeah. He sent me some memes. And I was just like, well, he knows his stuff. Uh, leap of faith here. Let's just, you know, yeah. just get that. But uh, how I started the page, it was uh, September, uh, like a few months back before I, uh, you know, uh, got into contact with Bobby and stuff. I was, I was really getting into Moon Knight as a character, just like reading through all the comics and stuff and just really obsessing about it with other people, even people who didn't want to hear about it. And uh, I noticed that there was like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of meme pages existing already for stuff that, even stuff that was obscure, but the communities for those pages would understand what they were talking about. So I figured, oh, well, I'll just start a thing like that. But for Moon Knight, uh, I'll even add a little core thing that all these other pages had at the time. Okay. Uh, that's where that comes from. And to me, it's actually kind of meaningless. I don't really even care. See, <laughs> see I, I actually thought you guys started that, the core thing, because then, I, then, no, I, no, no, then no. I saw all these other things, and I thought, oh, wow, they're all following the suit. Okay. Original core page. There's no core, the Star Wars page. Okay. And apparently, like, core doesn't actually, it doesn't mean anything. It's just something you thought sounded fun. So it's okay. going in there, and all the other pages copied suit. Okay, okay. It, it kind of sounds like a overall metal subgenre. Yeah, something. I thought it was like a music thing, like, um, yeah, metalcore, that sort of thing. I thought yeah, it was a right, play on. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a play on core, like C O R P S. So I, I didn't know what that was. Oh, that, that could be it too. Maybe that's what mm. Kid Fisto was going for. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you guys, um, uh, so Bobby, um flaunted his wares in front of you, David, and you, and you found oh, yeah, it no. quite... Yeah, he, uh, he yeah. sent me a number of memes because at the time I was uh, doing Max Venus's run uh, back when I was, like, a really big fan of it. Um, yep. You know, you know, it, 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 it's all right. Ba- back when you were a big fan, things have well, changed, have it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's such a good start, and it also... Yeah, it goes a bit off the rails, doesn't it? It does. It uh, does. Yeah. It takes some creative liberties. I won't put it. But back when I was like, you know, uh, you know, memeing it, flash documenting what went on through each issue because they used to give synopses for these sort of things. Uh, Bobby made a number of memes for them, and they were really highly detailed, and they were kind of stylized like mine, but like unique enough. And I said, well, you yeah, know. Screw it! Come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Wow, and and like, man. So you've got like over, a, a massive following, right? As well. Uh, what I w- was interested in as well, um, you guys managing it. Like, how, uh, with that many amount of people, do you get do you come across a lot of trouble from um, from posters wanting to put up uh, highly offensive things or, or what? Do you, I mean, do you have to ma- admin it a lot? Occasionally, like we get submissions that yeah. we have to sort of say, play, say yeah. yeah, this is funny, but we're not going to post this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we, like, some people like send us stuff that's like, um, you know, we'll get some winners for sure. Mm. But yeah, we have great stuff coming. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, fans never stop sending stuff in, but uh, yeah, 
at the same time, like, it's kind of like a, if we look at something, we're not going to like criticize it or whatever, but we'll be like, yeah. okay, well, neither of us feel like posting this. So. Yeah. Oh, so it's all it's like it's... edgier content. We're like, yeah, we're not that sort of page. Yeah, yeah. So you or like be... they'll probably like role playing with us with the page. Like we'll pretend like we're Moon Knight or something. And mm-hmm. I'm not about that either. That's terrible. Well, well, so what was that, David? What they were trying to do? Role play. You know, like they'll role like play. yeah, they'll like pretend that we're the fictional character that we oh. talk about. And it's oh. like no. Stop. <laughs> and what? Stop. And what, and they and they communicate with you as if they're Moon Knight. Is that it? They'll pretend either pretend they're Moon Knight or pre- they'll pretend we're Moon Knight or something like that. It doesn't happen too frequently, thank God. But, <laughs> or, like, uh, well, it's weird. I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong with role playing. Yeah, a lot of people do RPG things. Not like that. king shaming. Not you know. No, no, no. Behind no. closed doors and all that. Uh, yeah. Don't do it in our DMs, please. <laughs> that's hilarious. I didn't realize they, they did that. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the weird little things. Like that's what I've yeah. noticed uh, uh, adminning these pages is that usually just like I the best attitude is to not give a shit, but also like you know also kind yeah. of take in rein in people. Like, yeah. Sometimes like the awesome comment sections. I love the majority of the comments that are stuff, but sometimes some will post something contrary like contrary for the sake of being contrarian i guess i should say yeah like definitely oh, from books. yeah yeah oh it's, i had i had a couple of things lined up there oh yeah did um do you get a lot of um so feedback a lot of um people saying to you I've, i'm now a moon Knight fan because of your page and and all that do you do you get oh, many yeah, 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 we, yeah we get a lot of messages asking like where to start with moon Knight, which is why we had like the pin post Mm-hmm. say yeah and ls yeah. and then like, if they've read those they would like say i wish did you like it was sort of go on from there yeah yeah we yeah. have like a little uh, list of sub uh, like a sub list of stuff to go on with after you get all the essential stuff out of the way so uh, the people who message us saying that they're newer fans because of the page or they want to get into it uh, that's the most rewarding thing for me mm-hmm. because i like you know post silly pictures i started to talk about moon knight you know and yeah. get people into moon knight it's just that's so cool yeah. you are you are doing conchu's work here you know and um for fear of sounding kind of semi role-playing <laughs> you know as a as a high priest of conchu now that's great it, it's um yeah. no that's really cool i mean that that's what we want to do as well i mean we, we want to yeah. um we want to share our our fandom and what we love about um, the community and you guys as well is that we're kind of not only boosting the profile of Moon Knight, but um, I'd I love seeing people um, sending in, showing photos of their collections and stuff, stuff that you don't yeah. even you don't even know like see like there are I don't know what hero clicks these little figures that there are all these odds bits and bobs of um, Moon Knight stuff that you never knew existed and people, yeah those weird action figures that yeah. they put out years ago before the marvel legends line yeah yeah it's it's really and there have been people that have been following this dude i mean i I can't profess to have followed him since 1975 you you know what i mean um i I jumped on board fans is that they're not too pushy about newcomers like you know Mm. showing up yeah because we have we have quite some veterans uh who are fans of the page and they're actually usually pretty informative about stuff they're like 
come in and talk about like, you know, even the little uh, Moon Knight runs that even me and Bobby have forgotten about or don't talk about that often. They'll remind us, oh, hey, these are this. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll go check it out. Maybe uh, make some memes about it. Yeah. We did for fun. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And so you're talking about the uh, the, the more seasoned, uh, seasoned followers the of your page. The veterans. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out. Uh, I think that's how I, I um, caught up with um, a big shout out to one of our favorite loonies, the power, the power of Chad. Chad. He, uh, Chad Jernigan. Oh, right. oh, Chad, he's he's a blessing to our page. Oh, he's, yeah, he's great. nice. Yeah, great. I mean, because I, 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 he, I didn't realize how prolific he was in your page as well. But um, he he had yeah. followed your page. Um, avidly for a long time as well and this this came out you know after chatting with him um i think when we very first when we had him on the show for the very first time but um i'd imagine if you get a lot of people like chad on board you've, you've got a lot of really um dedicated moonlight fans it's a solid community and you know yeah. chad's one of uh, you know many many people i love about it and why i really enjoy doing it overall like um when you were asking about like the people like the rain and stuff like the the admin part of it like that's the small stuff you know we don't really do it that often i, I made it sound like it's a constant thing most of the community interaction has been amazing mm-hmm. i love just going and talking shop with people about memes or comics or whatever that mm. stuff's awesome yeah Another thing that you guys probably would um, have promoted indirectly, I'm not sure if it is your um, your bag, but um, I see a lot of loonies now creating their own memes, um, what I imagine uh, taking a leaf out of your guys' books. Um, so was that something that you were, I mean, I, look, I, I don't know, I've never really created a meme myself, I'm an old man, so um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll see a lot of uh, some of the loonies creating their own memes as well. I mean, do a lot of people um, bounce up, like, do they come to you to, to ask about that side of things as well or the technical side? Yeah, yes. Some of them, like, we're always happy to sort of tell people like what programs you use, like give some like, basic tips and that. Mm. But, but this, because when we started, it was just Moon Knight Calls, the only comic page, which I found like, by readers. I was like, why are there no others? Yeah. Which is, is a weird thing like now, given how many there are now. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's exploded. Um, oh, yeah. and, and that was yeah, the thing. There's, there's some great content out there. We, we tried to share. Yeah. Other pages like, as much as we can. Well, so, like, primarily we do Moonlight stuff, but we like to share the odd yes. other pages to sort of promote yep. the other cause. Oh, I, mean, I want to give a nice little shout out to one of the loonies as well, Dustin. Cold case. <laughs> Kurtz, uh, he I think I think he admins the the Jimmy Olsen core. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen that around. Uh, all to do. Oh, just... that one out. Mm. There's, there's been so many of them. I've been just like yeah, uh, lost in the haze of like I, I, as I tell like, because I, I am a fan, I'm friends with a, a few of um, four pages, uh, mm-hmm. and I tell them most times to just uh, go in my meme bunker and just kind of <laughs> make content and uh, yeah. whether. Other people notice me or not? That's you know, up to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it in all sincerity as well. It's 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 quite a creative um, and and um, thought. I mean, a thoughtful thing. Like you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of thought that goes into creating memes, creating, making it funny, putting it out there. Your sense of humour. Um, and, and look, just a final question as well to Bobby and to yourself, David. Um, just just with um, with actually. You guys are quite industrious with with making this stuff. How, how much is involved in? Okay, 
trawling through the material going, okay, I've got to release, do you say I've got to release this many memes in this week or, or do, you, do you find them as you go along or do you have a, like an aim, a quota? No. No? No, okay. Because you guys you guys keep on churning. Like I mean it's quite it's quite regular, which is pretty cool. I think the biggest tip I give if you want to be interested is like a lot of meme pages, you'll see lots of tell lots of ideas. Also yeah. read a lot of comics. Yeah. So like I can't let uh, my page like Punisher Core and Constant Core sort of lag a bit, but I know that one day I'll just go back, I'll read a bunch of comics, I'll get so many ideas. Yeah. But I'll just be able to put out loads of memes. So I yeah. try to sort of focus on like one one page at a time really. Yeah, mm-hmm. not the best at multitasking. Yeah, so do you always have that in the back of your mind then when you're reading comics or Moon Knight comics? It's, always... it's, it's hard to turn off at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to not see a page and be like, "Oh, that's that would look really funny out of context." How can I? Uh... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I kind of think like that too. Uh, it's it's kind of like it. It's instinctual for me now. Yeah. I'll, if the comic features Moon Knight. I know it's something I can feature on the page, and then I look for something that's either really, really good or like a panel that you can template or whatnot, or something that's terrible, and you can mm. post that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, for, for the benefit of uh, loonies that that don't um, have the video in front of them right now, I can vouch that David, behind him, there are millions of clippings behind him on the wall with uh, red strings all tied intricately to one and, and the other. So, so <laughs> no, only joking. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, no, no, you guys... Uh, sorry, what was that? Uh, over my scribes. Scribes. No, but you guys do a great, a great job um, with it. You keep the, the, the Moonlight Flame alive. Uh, it is very much alive and well on the internet. With the TV show coming up, oh, I've got to mention that. I mean, we did do a bit of fan casting um, yeah. um, opinions, but what what did you guys think of this uh, this upcoming TV show? That's going to boost things massively for Moon Knight. Yeah, I gotta say, like when the show was first announced, our page blew the hell up. I'm pretty sure people who have never oh, yeah. even heard of our page messaged us. They yeah. were just, they were just, the show's happening. The show's happening. Uh, yeah. yeah. Robbie and I both both posted about it like a number yeah. of times. In fact, we both. I, I had to clarify that it wasn't a hoax because I I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's been the show and movie coming for quite a while. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happened. <laughs> it happened with us as well. I mean, with the the ITK community. I mean, we started getting um, requests thick and fast as well, and um, so that's been very encouraging. But uh, uh, any. Um, any expectations for the show, guys? Uh, any any trepidations about seeing Moon Knight I, I imagine, finally? I imagine all the feedback Marvel received has been make it like Daredevil, and I hope that's what they do. Yeah, that'd be you like, hope make that's it what... like the Netflix shows. Oh, you hope they, they do I, something I, like that? I imagine that is the feedback they've received, because that's what yeah. everyone online is saying, is, yeah, make it like Daredevil, make it like Punisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, I think it'll be a success. Oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be golden, especially if they do it like the uh, the Daredevil seasons one or three, like you know with yep. those interesting fight scenes and everything like that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, even yeah. if it seemed like you know the talking scenes were slower, like it was still a solid show. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I still rate um, Daredevil, and maybe because I'm a bit of a Daredevil fan, but uh, season one and three exactly, David. I think. Yeah, because I, I, I was a, I'm a huge Daredevil fan, so the show being as good as it is was such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've taken so many aspects from from the comics. I mean, yeah, like, 
some sort of like scene for scene, shot for shot. Mm. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That, and that's so satisfying for the comic book fans. Like, it's a, it's a bit of a nod to, to us. So. Yeah, especially with the Born Again stuff. I noticed, yep. like, uh, with the taxi going off the... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was pure... Exactly. That's yeah. right. I, I was really hoping somewhere in the season, though, they would have Daredevil standing in the middle of, like, all these beaten up guys in a bar and shouting, Anyone want to talk about Matt Murdock? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, those sorts of references are funny though, because to the non-comic book fan, they just seem very innocuous. Like my yeah. partner was looking at me, going, "Why are you so excited about the taxi going off the pier?" <laughs> you know, well, well, there's a I can it's explain. Here, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you see, because like, some of his, his villains are in it, you see their costumes like in the background or something. Yeah, like yes. Gladiator Stil- and Stilt uh, Man. Alfie. You see both of their yep. quite cheesy costumes just like in the background because I like, can't have them. Didn't catch that. Alton, but they're there as a nod. Yeah, you, you didn't catch that, David. You didn't take uh, oh, Gladiator. Yeah. Man too, so I should have. Uh, Still, man, yeah. But but uh, even uh, Gladiator, he had. Um, I think in season three, he showed off his Kevlar, right, with the colours. Yeah, his... and, and you see like flinging uh, saw blades around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sort of stuff is gold. So, um, yeah. So, uh, any oh, any. Tri- I, uh, add in my little thought, Joe. Sorry. Of course, of course, of course. Oh, uh, just like. Bobby and I both encountered this a lot in uh, feedback, I guess, why our fans think think it'll be. A lot of people are are really convinced Disney is going to turn it into a family-friendly thing. Now, I don't know where they get this idea, um, but the thing about Disney is that they like making money. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, they they probably know no one's going to see, like, because, like, from outside the Moon Knight community, people are like, oh, who the hell is this guy? And Mm -hmm. you've got to sell that. You can't. Yeah. You're not going to sell a family-friendly Moon Knight. No one's going to be interested in that. So, no. No. yeah, if you do that. Then we can make fun of them for it relentlessly. But I don't think it's going to happen. It, it isn't. I mean, you put you raise a, a good point. Um, so well, there's for, a lot you can get away with even with a PG-13 rating. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. But like, like uh, Dark yeah. Knight is yeah. is a 12 MP, which I assume is PG-13 in the states. Yeah, all of the pencils through people's face and stuff, mm, and they yeah. go over there. Right. No, I totally, totally, totally agree. I mean, like if you take away, if it's becoming family friendly, as you say, David, as well, you you may as well create another character from scratch, you know. And yeah. and so and there's a huge risk then. Like for me, looking at it like as a business model, that would be a huge risk. What you do, the whole thing with Moon Knight, it's got a bit of a following, a small one, albeit, but it's a following. Um, yeah. th- there is a back history to him, so you, you'd have to play to that. And regardless, exactly to say, Bobby, regardless of it being PG thirteen or R, look, I think the whole R thing is rubbish. This thing has just come in yeah. lately. Um, ever since the breakthrough of Deadpool and Logan, now people are saying, "Oh, it should be R. It should be R." Nah, we survived very well without, you know, up until this point. Wait, three R? Like, uh, you can make terrible rated yes. R super. Films. Absolutely, like, absolutely. It's not. A, yeah, it's not a golden ticket. Like it's not a golden ticket to, to success. And if everyone is so adamant to see Bushman's face being cut off, well, um, you can just watch the next live stream. When I do it. <laughs> or just say, just read. Just why don't you just take a read a comic, read the comic itself, you know, um, and enjoy that again because I, I love rereading the Houston Run 
over and over. Oh, it never yeah. gets boring. Never gets boring for me. So, no, um, way yeah. too intense, boring. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, guys, uh, before we move on, anyway, and we'll recount this towards the end of the show. Uh, Moon Knight Core. Um, so, guys, any um, apart from the Facebook dot com slash Moon Knight Core, uh, is there any other way that that guys can con- people can contact you um, about it? Um, <laughs> we, we tried to branch onto Twitter a while ago, but okay. I think two people the same account was an issue for some reason. So okay. Yeah, they're not they're not uh, fans of having just administrators on pages, I guess, over okay. at Twitter. Okay. What's uh, it? Like that? Best to say, yeah, get get a Twitter page. So that might be something we uh, try and find a work away work around for later. But for now, it's just Facebook. Well, you you know you, you may not even need a Twitter page when you get another twenty thousand people following you. So 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 there's yeah. uh, I don't think well, I don't think you guys are sure. It's just way to Twitter, so we don't have to. They're doing our, our job yeah. for us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Word of mouth, word of word of fingers on keyboards. Um, that's great. Well, uh, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to um, just to talk about the the TV show, or um, wanted to ask you, uh, you brought up uh, Daredevil. Have you been keeping up with Zdarsky's Daredevil? Absolutely. Well, I, I, again, I'm about one issue behind, um, but absolutely, you're fine. Yeah, uh, it's great. Too. I love it. Yeah, it, Chip Zdarsky at the moment is hitting it out of the park for me. You know, he's my pick for next Moon Knight Rider. If I were to pick someone out of Marvel's crew, I would pick him. A lot of people are uh, Danny Cates fans. I mean, I like Danny no. Cates. I don't think he gets Moon Knight. No. Uh, Chip Zdarsky, though. Damnation, no. Damn, oh. Oh, damnation? So what was it, that, Bobby? It, Did you... for... No, 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 that was a, a train wreck. For Moon Knight fans, that was a terrible, terrible... Well, it I was love... a good comic, not a good show for Moon Knight. The core the books were terrible, I thought. Um, I, I liked the Doctor Strange um, tie-in. I liked yeah. the Iron Fist and the Ghost Rider tie-in. Actually, I yeah, liked the, the, really the, I liked the all the tie-ins. Time. Yeah, yeah, the comic yeah, was, was, was very cool. Yeah. That whole event reminded me of something that was done a few years back. Also a devil-related story, also in Las Vegas. It involved uh, Agent Venom, Red Hulk, uh, X-23, and one of the Ghost Riders. And it was basically the same exact story, except it was much better written, uh, and it wasn't all over the place. I mean, it was kind of, but like, you know, in a fun way. Like, people, like, they had the them going to hell and seeing all the visions and stuff. Yeah. It, with Damnation, it was, like, so rushed in the main mm. books. So, it did. It did seem like that, didn't it? And they, it, they it, found, it sorry? They found ways to uh, trash Moon Knight in between all of it <laughs> being rushed, too. Crazy. It's a, it takes a bit of skill to do that, I think. So, yeah, so. I, mean, I hope they... They sort of tease at the end of them being like a proper Midnight Suns team. Like, yes. oh, here's all the guys you need to prove. I hope they pick that up. Well, and get Greg Smallwood on art. Well, the, good, good. the good thing Smallwood. is. Smallwood is is brilliant, um, yeah. but they have actually uh, kept that thread with Mephisto being in Las Vegas. So, good point, Bobby. They, I'm hoping they do because that went nowhere after that ending yeah. of Damnation. I'd love to see that happen. Albeit there was missing Iron Fist, but um, you know, small small point. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they've got Mephisto now. Currently in the, um, it was referenced in the latest Ghost Rider number one by um, Brisson, who I wanted to say Brisson for me. I would love to see do Moon Knight. Um, he has got such reverence for um, for 
the the history of characters. You only have to look at Iron Fist and Ghost Rider, what he's doing with both of them uh, in his runs. Uh, so I think he'll do great on Moon Knight. Um, pretty solid. Are you reading any of Brisson's stuff, uh, David and Bobby? Um, aside from the stuff I mentioned... Uh, yeah, I mean... the. Know, Immortal Hulk and uh, all Zdarsky stuff that they keep it up with. I forgot to mention that. Um, no, no, I mean, sorry, Ed Brisson stuff. Like, oh, Ed Brisson, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, No, I haven't really uh, checked out his stuff. I'll have to. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. He's doing Contagion now at the moment, so Moon Knight is going to pop up in Ooh, that. Yeah, it's good. it's a really good horror, a mishmash of horror and street level characters. So um, we'll be covering the Moon Knight issue four, and I just want to give a little shout out um, our fellow collective members, Sons of the Dragon, Immortal Iron Fist podcast. They're most likely doing uh, issues one, two, three, and five. So uh, it's a little little crossover of sorts, um, but we'll do issue so, four. Um, when is that out? Uh, the Moon Knight um, issue. The Moon Knight, sorry, the Moon Knight issue is in in a couple of weeks. So they're up to okay. uh, this week. of comics came out issue two. Um, so yeah, uh, and they're and they're weekly. It's uh, they're they're trying to get through oh, the nice. whole five parts pretty quickly. Oh, so. they're all like character centric. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so cool. yeah, so issue one was on the thing, which is really cool because um, he's, he's pretty funny. Uh, the second one was more on Iron Fist. Um, I think the third one's on Je- Jessica Jones. Um, okay. And then the fourth one on Moon Knight, um, but it, oh. it's, it it still has all the other characters in there as well. Like Doctor Strange is in there, the Fantastic Four. So um, it's it's a really fun romp. And again, Ed Brisson, uh, he knows his stuff. He he really does, um, you know, pay respect. I think to the characters that he writes to. It's not just like, you know, I don't. It's not like a Bendis. It's not like I don't care what happened previously. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually plays note. Um, Okay, well, anyway, uh, why don't we, if you, if you guys are ready, if you're ready, <laughs> um, why don't we take a quick break, guys, and we'll be right back, Looney listeners, with um, our review of the Over the Moon, our arc review of Hung Jury. It's a Moon Knight tale from Marvel Comics Presents 152 to 154. So uh, a couple of messages, and we'll be right back. Face front, true believers, and riddle me this. Do you enjoy comics? Great. Well, you're already halfway there. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as listener and producer. My new weekly, the bi-weekly show, deals with the heroes that don't get enough credit. Street-level heroes like Daredevil, Moon Knight, Spider-Man, and the like. With a strong emphasis on stories that don't get quite enough credit either. Or perhaps are just plain goofy. With the occasional look into jumping on points for new readers who might be interested. I'm Ethan Ainsworth, and this is Knights, a Marvel podcast. Check me out on Podbean and iTunes. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, but this podcast (laughs) does put a smile on my face. The Swamp, more than merely a place. It is a churning, seething, bubbling bed of life, of which you are a part. Once you were a man, a chemist named Ted Salas, until one little experiment went somewhat awry. And you changed. The serum that was to have made you a super soldier, combined with the strange forces in the swamp, to make you over into this, a shambling, mindless mockery of your former humanity. The macabre man-thing. 
Man-Thing was created in the early 1970s to capitalize on the growing monster craze, but under writer Steve Gerber it became something quite different. Experimental, surreal, and very, very weird. It was something I loved as a kid, but does it still hold up today, four decades after its initial publication? So join me, Paul Matthew Carr, as I attempt to make sense of this cult classic and analyze each issue, putting it in the context of the time it was written and comparing it to the standards of today. And maybe you too can come to love the world's second most famous swamp-based comic book character as much as I do. The Nexus of All Realities, a Man-Thing podcast, a twice-monthly dive into the bizarre. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 117, and I am joined by both the Moon Men and the Bush Men of the Moon Knight Core Facebook page. It's a boon. They're here. Two, uh, two comets collide. <laughs> All to do with Moon Knight. So, uh, yeah, I'm joined with David and Bobby, and um, we are going to look at a an arc review tonight uh it is from the pages of uh marvel comics presents volume one uh and it is uh three issues issues one five two to one five four uh and we'll be looking at the moon knight um story so obviously marvel comics presents is an anthology uh moon knight is uh one of the characters featured in these comics a hung jury, and it's written by Chuck Dixon, art by J.J. Birch, and inks by J.J. Birch, colours by Pat Garrahy, um, letters by John Costanza, and editor-in-chief Tom DeFalco. Now, this availability, guys, I believe it's mainly in floppy or single format. It's very hard to really come by. It's not available on Kindle or Comixology or, I think... I actually haven't checked Marvel Unlimited. It might be there. I doubt it uh, if it's not on Comixology. Uh, but, you know, there are other ways that you can you can um, read it if you are so pressed to do so. Anyway, loonies, as usual, I have my, my um, great guest here. We will usually go through our synopsis. Um, I think uh, lovingly read here by David Watkins. I know you're looking right. forward to it, Dave. Uh, yep, oh, and... Um, we'll go through that. Uh, then we'll go through our aspects, generally writing, art, themes, characterizations, references. We're going to try to add a bit of, um, you know, add a bit of meat to this uh, to this series, to this arc. And we'll end off with our moon rating system. Now, you guys, you can choose either from our vanilla rating, which is our usual phases of the moon, or Connishu's rating system, which he uh, he's lovingly put together over the last few weeks. Um, so anyway, um, are you guys... At the ready? I'm reading through Kurdish's rating. I love the big fuck off mood. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> this issue will not be getting that rating. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, spoilers, come on. Yeah, uh, oh, jeez, Bobby. No, actually, yeah, um, right. this, this will be fun to do. All right, um, uh, David, when you're ready. Synopsis. Moon Knight and Marlene follow up on the trial of some Praetorians whom they brought up to justice during their battle with Chainsaw. 
long thought dead, Chainsaw, the most famous Moon Knight villain, reappears and invades the house of one of the jurors, taking his son and threatening the juror if he does not sabotage the trial. Moon Knight and Marlene, along with help once again from Crawley, track down where the juror's son is held, and Moon Knight swoops up and confronts Chainsaw and the rest of the Praetorians. An adamantium chainsaw, oh, I didn't even know that, and wild swings from chainsaw prove the end of the game, as the roof to the warehouse is brought down upon them all, all except the elusive Moon Knight with the juror's son in arms. Fearing that he must fix the trial, the juror sweats on the verdict of the defendants until he receives on a silver platter a stuffed toy. It's a message from Moon Knight that his son is safe. And with that, justice can be now served. Yes, that was the synopsis. Uh, thank you very much, David. Uh, Moon Min for that. Now, guys, um, look, before we get into the details, the very, very particular and very uh, intricate details to this fantastic story overall, uh, Bobby, what did you think of uh, these three issues that, that made made up Hung Jury? I think the, the main rating gave it was a, it's not like a bad story. It's just a bit generic. A bit generic. A long way to turn chainsaw, that's uh, disposable villain we all care so much about. Oh yeah, I know. What what an what a um an odd villain to to kind of reference. Yeah. Um, David, your thoughts on overall before we get into it, I just want to get you guys both your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, my time right now is about 6 a.m., and I am an insomniac because for years on end, I was wondering, what happened to Chainsaw? <laughs> keep me up at night, really. Uh, right, and now that we're left on another cliffhanger, <laughs> maybe being dead again, uh, again. <laughs> nothing's been solved, I guess. So, no. I, I my thoughts on the story. Uh, I want to see more Chainsaw. Really bad. <laughs> uh yeah uh, look i think i share both of your your sentiments um this is what i'd usually term as a clanger for me um this is a bit of a and uh usually call it bullshit <laughs> yeah well you know uh, you call it as it is i, I skirt around it but uh, a clanger <laughs> bullshit or just utter drivel uh is is probably not far from the truth uh and it doesn't help that this was in three parts as well it was split up can you imagine can you imagine living real time and you got it um actually to be fair you probably would forget to actually follow up on it you probably would just move on to something else yeah move on to something that doesn't have uh some terrible wolverine cover that's the thing about the three part story is what doesn't help it is that not just one but all three covers are just wolverine standing around well hang on to be fair though having said that because i I did pick up them on ebay and you do get um, for those that have the simulcast you can see the wolverine cover but there's a flip and yeah Oh, yeah, and there's another one with Vengeance, and I actually read the Vengeance yeah. story, which which is actually better than um than the Moon Knight one. Um, and oh, yeah, it, yeah. Oh, we should cover that instead. I, I know. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then again, just just to um satiate anyone looking, there you go, flip flip. Um, Vengeance, really cool. I, I'd never heard of Vengeance um before, and he sounds like a pretty cool dude. 
Uh, and is he also, a ghost rider or? Yeah. I've not heard of either. Well, I was, I was talking to the guys at the Inner Demons and they were telling me he's kind of like um, parallels, kind of like the Venom to Spider-Man. He's the um, the same sort of villain to Ghost Rider. So he's a souped up okay. Ghost Rider. Uh, he ends up being a, um, similar to Venom again. He ends up being an anti-hero. Um, but he, he can do countless things. I, I don't know the intricacies of it, but he looks pretty yeah. looks pretty cool. Uh, and also another thing I wanted to point out um, in the issues, you, go, geez, what is it? you get um, little cards as well, um, yeah. you know, from the 90s where embossed holographic trading cards, you get all the sh- shebang. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're lucky, these are, I mean, I picked these up for a couple of bucks each, so they're not, they're not worth Ooh, much. Did- Sorry? <laughs> Those are decent condition for the yeah. type of comic they are, you know. I know. I would have thought they would have um, degraded in color and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. they're okay. Um, give me a, a couple of months. I'll do my best to <laughs> to, to rot them. Um, <laughs> but anyway, okay. So what we do? Let, let's um let's talk about uh, okay. So we didn't really find this story too too engaging writing wise how did you find chuck dixon's um writing for this uh, we were all familiar with mark specter moon Knight. this was obviously written around that time um bobby what did you think uh how did the uh, plot... I... yeah i actually quite like the the chuck dixon run i think it's a, mm-hmm. an interesting uh, i like how he, he writes mark it's sort of like the beginnings of what we see in the houston run of like how how mark is like sort of as he starts to get more more violent more Crass, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I enjoyed like him, like he, he sort of smacks talk, change from it in the the, the third issue. Mm. Like, oh, he's, oh, you're threatening a kid. What kind of badass are you? That sort of thing. Like, he, yeah. even he doesn't take change off seriously. Yeah, and I think the problem with this with this whole hung jury thing is that the characters don't really give much for the writers to write about. I mean, so yeah. reading this, uh, Chuck has done, he's obviously got a grasp of, of uh, Mark, Spectre, Marlene and Crawley and they all feature in it and, and they're pretty much, they sound pretty much like how they should sound. Um, yeah. When you get the likes of Chainsaw and the Praetorians, um, we're talking Trope City here. We're talking friggin' yeah. just, just thugs. They're, they're throwaway villains. They're not throwaway, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing to them. There's an opportunity there. Like what Chuck wanted to do and what I did read um, was that this, um, I think as you mentioned off air, Bobby, these three parts actually make up one issue. Um, it was due to deadlining um, problems that it wasn't released. Um, so they actually just threw it into the Marvel Comics Presents as three parts. But this was going to be an issue of Mark Spector Moon Knight. Um, and it was going to be shortly after issue 23, which was where Chainsaw was on. Uh, so it was a nice yeah. aftermath. But um, uh, Yeah, I think it would have like, broken the flow a bit because that's quite a fast-paced story. It's like him. Yeah. Because they just like to give some context to Chainsaw and his whole thing is uh, Mark, Mark Spector has been arrested for crimes during his mercenary days. Uh, yes. And he's sort of like, trying to clear his name a bit, and he's sort of going after information to sort of find the real culprit. Yeah, and uh, it's sort of leads yeah. into Praetorians and Chainsaw. Uh, yeah, and it's not even Mark who injures Chainsaw. Like, he, he smacks him with the, his nunchucks a bit, but he gets mm-hmm. shot by uh, Bo Bo something like Mark's um, sort of mercenary rival, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he, he books it. And it's yeah, like Chainsaw was a throwaway villain even then. Yeah, like, he's just there he just to be a, a sort of temporary roadblock. Yeah, so I'm sort of surprised that he even sort of came back to him in this way. Yeah. But, 
I mean, so it's all right. just trying to pad out this issue, really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, the one thing that I thought was pretty cool was this being like as an addendum to 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 yeah. Chainsaw to issue twenty three. It was pretty cool. Like it's like, oh, shit, they're actually following up on this very obscure one off villain, as you say. Stories have payoff. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a one shiny thing for me. It was like, oh, okay, it's a pretty cool idea, but um, mm. the story was meh. Um, it was written okay, but the characters didn't lend. I mean, even the judge at the beginning was really tropey. You know, I'll, I'll hold you for contempt in court. Judges don't do that. No, no, that's a caricature. that dude. Yeah, that's a caricature, isn't it? It's not real. It's all very hammed up. Um, so, yeah. So that was a bit. Um, and the juror as well. We don't. We don't know much about the. He's obviously there as a. Um, I mean, his his role there is obvious. He's he's part of the jury. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's a throwaway as well. They needed yeah. someone. They could have picked anyone. They picked him. He's got a son. There's a little bit of um, a little bit of interaction with the son. What was it? <laughs> what was the? Um... Well, you know, that's his motivation for anybody. Enough, you know. Memorable character. Give him the son. Uh, I know. Yeah, boom. Uh, you know, my my issue, my biggest issue with the story is that we never found out whether or not the jury is indeed hung. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that could very much well be a, a sex tape or a porn tape, which is which would work really well for this Moon Knight. Um, you know, yeah, for Marvel Comics presents number one fifty five. Yeah, so the writing, I don't know. It, it was, I mean, it was competent, but Chuck really didn't have much, um, much to work, yeah. much to work with. Uh, what did yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, that's my thing. Is that? Um... Dixon, he, uh, because I also like the Mark Spector Moon Knight stuff, especially like that um, crossover with Punisher and Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, he just has nothing to do here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's Moon Knight uh, doing a standard Moon Knight thing. This easily could have been just a B story in the back of uh, one of the original 1980s stories like Dennis O'Neill would sometimes do, um, mm-hmm. except that it sucks. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, Mark really doesn't have much to, yeah, really much to do. He just oh, he puts on the suit and then off he goes. Um, and this is cool. That I do like how uh, Dixon writes Marlene. Like she doesn't yeah. take nearly as much shit as uh, previous takes on the character do. Um, but at the same time, uh, it kind of felt like she could have gone out and done this adventure on her own because she was the one motivating everything going on. Like, she was like, oh, Moon Knight, go and do this thing. Go and do that thing. Oh, you're an idiot for that. Uh, that this. would be an interesting spin-off story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like I mean, Marlene getting to the paper. <laughs> Yeah, but Marlene's one of the yeah one of the I thought the way that she was written was really good as well. Um, if it were to bounce to characterization, I think um, because she's the one actually telling Mark to you know have a think about what you're doing first. You know, actually strategize yeah. before just jumping in. Um, so she again seems like the smarter one and the one that in this instance she doesn't save his bacon, but she has in the past. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it was a nice role I think for Marlene. Um, Character-wise, uh, Crawley. Did you find him? Um, was he unerringly the same, same old, same old Crawley? He seemed pretty much stock standard to me. Yeah, it's, it's always good to see Crawley doing his, his, uh, yeah. his thing. 
the, one of the my, he really, sorry he didn't really do much. he didn't no. really do much no like everybody else in the story yeah, exactly. One of my favourite depictions of Crawley um, was in the the Vengeance of the Moon Knight, where he actually gets hit on the head and he becomes. Oh, he's hit by yeah. yeah. My favourite story that whole comic was uh, that little side story where Crawley gets hit on the head yeah. and he finally talks. Yeah. Like his uh, demeanor, like his appearance, would think would lead you believe what he should sound like but yeah yeah like and he gets hit in the head with the skateboard again and... yeah yeah i mean uh, you can't do that kind of thing all the time with crawley but i'm glad that Horitz did that in that it was just a little something different for crawley because he's always yeah. obviously the the over articulate um you know but i love his tea bag as well i like these little touch, yeah. touches that mensch gave him um but like he references all that too like you know yeah. you see probably with the flies and the yes. tea bag and like that and that one too yeah now i'm thinking more and more i'd really love to see robert carlisle as you mentioned as crawley i think he'd be he'd be absolutely perfect for the role um i don't know bring him back because like we've hit we saw him in the love i run but that was more so a dream sequence if, yeah if, yeah so the I'd big really thing like, i'm hoping for in the is crawley comes back comes back and he remembers the lemire run but he's the only one Crowley's the only one who knows what's going on in the issue because he's taken so much LSD in the past. Yes. So really cool if he remembers what happened. So it's not just a thing in Mark's head. I think that'd yeah. be really interesting. Have, have I have I misremembered? You guys have read the um the Moon Knight Annual, right? Wasn't Crawley in that? Yeah. Was he? No? No, I don't think so. Okay, no, he wasn't. Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought, I thought he was. I thought, because maybe I was just dreaming it, but I thought... Yeah, it's just I a thought... random cultist. random moon cultist, I think. Oh, okay. I don't think any of his side characters are in it. I think it's just, just him and uh, Okonchu. Right. Yeah, he should have... Now, what should have happened was uh, he should have gone to an alternate reality where Crawley is Moon Knight. Oh, oh my God. God. That would be cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> With the flies, yeah. Yeah, with the flies. Um, and, crescent and, uh, tea bags. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crescent darts, use tea bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have this burning feeling or memory that Crawley did appear post-Lemire talking about, like, linking... Um, oh, God, maybe it wasn't. I mean, yet the Moon Knight hasn't... I don't appeared. think he's shown up since. I think Lemire was last week to be seen. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think uh, um, you might uh, because in the story itself, Crawley, uh, like uh, there's this bit in the middle of it where all those different artists came in, and uh, Mark's mind is kind of fragmented. When it, Crawley is in Jake's mind, he remembers everything yeah. that went in the asylum, and that, that would. Be, pre- yeah, yeah, that's probably that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really right. Jake during yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. Look, I'd love to see. Yeah, I mean, look, Bemis is what he brought. Uh, he brought Frenchie back, and he brought Marlene back. Um, yeah, well, well, Morpheus back as well. Well, yeah, 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 which is pretty. Yeah, which I, I loved. Yeah, and yeah. Bushman, and Bushman as well. Um, uh, um, d- dramatic pause there for me. Uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? I mean, what do you th- what do you think of uh, the uh, Bushman's um, take in in the Bemis run? I think it follows on from what we see of him in Vengeance of the Moon Knight, where like Mark's sort of put the fear in him, like he's actually genuinely afraid of yeah. Mark now. 
Ah, very yeah. astute. Yeah, yeah. You don't think this is what, what would happen if this happened to you? Like, you would sort of lose it a bit. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that part of it. I guess I like the I like the idea that Bushman is like now like legitimately terrified of this guy that's not only killed him once but also like impaled him through a machine gun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Myself. That was yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but I, I, don't know, I guess he kind of. I, I feel like it should have just been a Sun King story. Like maybe throw Bushman yeah. in in the thing and do that. But yeah, yeah, make, I, you know. yeah. I think he overplayed his hand there. There was enough there with the Sun King and the truth and all that. Yeah, didn't need to. Yeah, be I remember one of the synopsis for I think it was like issue four or three. It came out, or uh, sorry, one eight, one ninety, one ninety one, something like that. And the plot synopsis came out like months before the issue did and i remember a lot of people just being upset with seeing bushman's name next to sun kings because they're like okay well this might be uh this might be kind of messy yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it kind of was you know it was a little i mean bushman yeah. i didn't think one of the things that one of the things i thought was cool was you know there's the cover that's like american gothic mm-hmm, where it's, mm-hmm. it's yep. mark and uh, Marley from Marley. Burning House. Mm-hmm. When that was first previewed, she had red hair. Yeah, so they changed the colour. Yeah, I did like they that. I thought that was really clever. What and then make it... Alex gets taken out in the first issue. Yeah, what, so, so making us believe it was Emmett, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought that was... Well, she'd cool. have more impact on the story. Because like, no one... Like, we didn't know Marley was coming back because... Yeah. So the yeah, last was... scene of her was... Yeah, the mirror. <sighs> But yeah. that makes me wish we got more of the doctor instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was very interesting. She, she was, was very cool. cool. Um, issue yeah. one eighty eight. She was oh, that was an awesome. One eighty eight was my favorite issue yeah. of Venus's run. One because Moon Knight was kind of kept the mystery. Like, you yeah. know, he wasn't into the whole thing. Like they uh-huh. talked about, him. he's there, but he was never in. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, and Sun King had a lot of potential. Like yes. you know, sets a mental hospital on fire and he walks out, and yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it had the horror elements in there as well. I mean, what what a perfect way to start off a series! Like that was just, I think that was really good. Um, we are veering a little away from. I know that you know this yeah. this this magnum opus that is one five hung jury. Um, which, yeah, we should say focus on hung jury guys. We can't talk about trash like Love Hider. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let, let's stick to the gospel, which is, um, yeah, you know, uh, which actually leads me to art, to J.J. Birch's art. Now, what did you guys think of this art? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, horses, yeah, horses, for, horses for courses, I guess. Everyone's got, I mean, I'm sure there are um, people that are big fans of it. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. sensing that you aren't. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I shouldn't trash on too much. Like it's serviceable, and like I guess, like uh, he, the fight scenes are drawn all right. Like I can tell what's going on a lot of times with the colorization and the inking. It's just that like he can't do faces. I feel like mm. it, 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 it reminds me of like uh, even wonkier uh, uh, Dennis Cohen, except without like the nuance. I guess you know. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Bobby? Did you did you like this? Is it? Because sort of flipping through the issues, is there like an artist change? I think it's uh, almost like the third issue looks more like classic Mark Spector Moon Knight. No, that's um, still JJ Birch still. Okay. I've got here. Um... It's sort of like the first issue, it looks sort of very Frank Millerish, I'd say. Oh, gosh. You're talking it up there. <laughs> like uh, post 9 11 like, Frank Miller or. Like bad Frank Miller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, JJ Birch. Yeah. Apologies to JJ Birch. Um, but yeah, I just wasn't feeling it myself. I, I it reminded me of um, I don't know if you guys collected the Uncanny X Men stuff during the '90s. There was one. There was a great arc with Wolverine and the Reavers. Um, it's around 251. Uh, Mark Silvestri was was doing it with Dan Green. Um, a bit after that, I think he took a break and someone came in. And it reminded me, whoever the artist was there, reminded me of J.J. Birch's art here. And and I, I really found it bad. I'm not. It's not. I'm not a fan. Let me just. Say, I'm not a fan. I won't say bad. I'll just say I'm not a fan of. Yeah, it. Um, I'm not hating on J.J. Birch. Maybe he's drawn lots of other great stuff that yeah, I yeah, for seen. sure. Uh, like I wasn't really feeling it for the story. I mean, I did like the colors. Um, that was good. I, I, I'm always saying looking as white as possible. Uh, yep. Yep. Um. But, no, the color, yeah, the colors are done well. Yeah, the ink is good. I guess he's, he's a good inker. Uh, uh, just that, like I don't know. I guess the, the 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 sketches of people's like designs and stuff. Like it wasn't that Crawley looked off for yeah. the brief point he was in it. Marlene's face was all over the place. That like you know she was shape shape shifting. I felt like yeah. Um, well, that that was a big thing. Like when the cat when one character looks different from one panel to the next. Like, you've got, yeah, that's the, a bit of that's a bit of a, a, a cross. Maybe like this was just a yeah. rush job. I don't know. Yeah, I mean to be. I mean, you know, in his defense, I find his Moon Knight in some of the splash pages, like at the beginning of part two, beginning of part three. I think they're quite cool. Um, as you say, I think yeah. it's more oh, yeah. of the the inking, so it actually looks pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just there's not enough. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's not enough in the background or the details. It just it just comes across really. Um, the faces can be very stylized. Um, yeah, not not really feeling yeah. it. Yeah, I like how he draws a lot better than the, the first two. I think it might just be like the, the coloring choices. Actually, I'd agree with that as well. I think like, yeah. it's a lot more muted. I guess. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, not not much of a uh, we're not much of a fan of the art. Again, I'm looking back at the Vengeance story, a lot better art there. Anyway, uh, yeah. so uh, so themes. Now, there's generally we like to look at themes. Any underlying themes here? It's a pretty stock standard story here. I can't. We, um, I feel like we might be trying to get blood out of a stone, trying to look yeah, for I underlying so, like, themes. Issues with the legal system, I suppose. Like, yeah, what was that, yeah. David? Sorry, if you get your kid's toy circuit on a silver platter, that means the good guy won. That's not a threat that be interpreted as a threat, no, not at all. I know that was one of the un- yeah. I actually thought that he could have taken that as, uh, we've still got your kid or something, or yeah, yeah. or but when I couldn't post a note on there saying, yeah. Oh, hey, your kid's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling. Sorry, Bobby. I'm struggling here with any sort of theme for this, other than it's a you get what you see. It's um, someone taking someone for ransom, wanting to get their mates yeah. off off a sentence, um, and Moon Knight and Marlene. Um, maybe the theme here is um, for basically that lesson that Marlene teaches Moon Knight. You know, um, don't just rush in headlong. Um, you know, actually think about what you know, scope the area. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm stretching. The theme is chainsaw safety. Never. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Especially uh, an adamantium chainsaw. 
Exactly, cuts through like butter. Yeah, you don't want to flay that around. Um, well, actually, you reminded me as well, Bobby. You you um, referenced the issue twenty three, right? Of Mark Spector Moon Knight with Chainsaw, he got shot right. He's got three marks yeah. on his chest here. Is yeah, that from I'm the shooter of a pistol? Um, okay. You see, like all bandage cuts to Mark chasing after Bones get information from him. Okay, it's all taken out quite like offhand way. Okay. All right. So again, even that's not significant. Um, <laughs> about yeah. his. Gun. We're saying that a lot for this story. No, no, we're not. We're not. I can't but wait. To, I can't wait for the. He does have the cool moment of like chainsaw charging at Mark on a motorbike with a chainsaw, and Mark just like leaping straight at him, twatting him with his nunchucks. Oh yeah, is, of the the marks yeah, the, the Mark, Mark being badass. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like no self preservation instinct. Oh yeah, that's that's my thing. I love that about um, how Dixon, or like a lot of other people, like Moon Knight too, is that like uh, no matter what weapon uh, a criminal will have, my Moon Knight's like so. Yeah, 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 I I love that. I think that's a real big point of difference of him with other characters, and you don't see that often. Um, and I'm I'm hoping that, they that Daredevil's fearless, but Mark's fearless in a sort of I just don't care kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's not so much courage. It's like he just has no self preservation. Yeah, no self-worth, barely any self worth. Yeah, I mean, Daredevil's different because yeah, he has no fear, but he he knows it because he knows the the trouble in front of him, and he can he knows he can avoid it and stuff like that. He, he you know he can get out of the way. Whereas Mark will just like I don't care. I'm going up against Morpheus. I'm going up against Kang. I don't care. I'm going to go in with a nunchuck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going up against some guy who saw me in a newspaper once and decided to dress up as a knight and run for mayor. How about Moon Knight 25, my favorite uh, issue of uh, hey. uh, the game series. Mm. Oh, I, 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 miss, I miss the nunchucks. I hope they make the nunchucks are good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like they are in the, they are in the video game. They are in Ultimate Alliance 3. He's got his, his bow staff that turns oh, into nunchucks. That's oh, awesome. That's nice. I like um I like the uh, the sword that he has in Bemis's run uh, with the against the collective. Oh, the, the belt sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like a Pacific Rim with like the with the sword that pops out and it kind of like fashions yeah. itself. Into it. Yeah, because like, we've seen him use swords before, but it's the first time where he's having that he could conceivably carry around with him. Yeah. So it's yeah. like in in Ben to fight Deadpool with. It's like, well, where's he keeping this? Yeah, yeah, Why absolutely. Yeah. And you you want to see more of that as well because if again if you look if anyone looks at the um the the Marvel handbook, whatever the guide to the Marvel universe, um, Moonlight apparently is proficient and a master at all forms of um, yeah that is, we- that's how like once introduces him isn't it he's like he's a master yeah. he, he, he knows every martial art he's got every yeah. weapon and yeah that's something that's I would a way to explain why he's able to go from a gunman to a guy who throws crescent yeah. darts around yeah, yeah efficiency. Exactly, and, and, yeah, and he's you know, and he's a boxer. He's he's a pretty pretty um tough unit. Something I would do uh, with him if you know, uh, I would just give him all of his weapons and showcase them a bit more. Like, oh, it, may, it might seem a bit gimmicky, but like I kind of feel like fans would want to see him with the swords and with him with those, yeah. uh, uh, the knuckle dusters. Oh, yeah. and, oh the uh, cestus, the spike knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Get those in um, the, the, the nunchucks. I um I kind of scripted this when I was back in college, but I had no artist attached to it. I scripted a Moon Knight scene where I don't know why, but I felt like uh, making a Moon Knight story where he shows up and fights uh, 
Judas Traveler from uh, the Spider-Man Clone Saga because I oh. wanted to see Judas Traveler be like, ooh, look how special I am and Moon Knight just punch him right in the fucking face. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to do nunchucks with that. I scripted it so that like, he takes, uh, like, he gets out of his limo and all the dudes are just looking at him. They're not attacking him or anything. They're just looking at him. Moon Knight looks at them. He goes to his trunk, grabs the nunchucks, <laughs> and then... <laughs> and just goes at it. Just high, goes high, high makers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nah, nah. That. Yeah, it's good. Nunchuck is it's, Nunchuck is so funny. Um, I, I'm it's still in the shadow of Mike. I always think of Michelangelo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they had a lasting effect on me. Um, but yeah, Nunchuck is a. Um, is that Nunchuckers? Nunchuck is Nunchucks. I don't. Know. I don't know. I've heard it so many different ways. Only cool people so, say nunchucks yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, I say nunchucks because of osmosis. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's actually like nunchakus or something, but it's like just turned to nunchucks at this point. Right. Wacky, right. wacky stick on a chain. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wacky, wacky, wacky. Yeah. Just as an aside as well, I used to know a guy who kept nunchucks um, in his car. Um, you know, because in road rage, it's still prevalent today. Um, he, he would he would whip it out. He was a big guy as well. This is in my early twenties. That's some action movie style stuff. Like, it is, isn't I, it? A bit of steel Steven Seagal there. Uh, he didn't have yeah. a pony, he didn't have a ponytail, but he was a big unit himself. So I don't think he needed it. He, you know. Um, anyway, guys, uh, characterization. Okay, so we kind of touched upon it before. Mark Spector, Marlene Crawley. Kind of all service, kind of well in this story. Yeah, um, they, seem, they seem fine. Like it, it seems like Chuck Dixon's characterizations of these guys are uh, just thrown in here. Um, yeah, it, 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 like I can, I know it. Uh, when you say that it was going to be a, uh, it was originally going to be a Mark Spector Moon Knight standalone story, I, uh, I can definitely see that. Like mm. it's a, it definitely seems like they took Chuck Dixon's script and then just drew it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Now, guys, you probably, uh, that's, that's why it's great to have you guys on board here. Um, maybe one of you will remember around this time. Um, so Mark was having, uh, he was having a, uh, there was a bit of tension between him and, and Frenchie around this time. Is that why we don't see Frenchie in this story, do you think? Or was he, he wasn't, um, he wasn't crippled yet, was he? No. That's, uh, that's in the, the Kavanaugh run. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's, all that's, that's the brothers. Uh, like there is a bit in the chapter where he he gets him drops his legs and you think he's gonna yes usually resume but then he he's fine. That and was in like, the that was in the X of Vengeance. Um, he, he Killer Shrike. No, um, Killer Shrike. Yeah, Killer Shrike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shrike or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. pops up again in the, the Benson yes. run as like a throwback to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think him and French is still. Because French. Oh, it's Chainsaw with him, I think, in the original. Ah, oh, okay. So it's it, just... Because he's... Because they're like a white supremacist gang, and he has to, like, I think he has to pretend he's American, like he has to put an accent and stuff. Oh, okay. I could be misremembering. I'm pretty sure that's about Frenchie's role. Okay. He, like, gives him covering fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still around. He's worked with Mark at the time. Okay, so I guess Chuck just decided not to use him in this instance. Drop Marlene in there. Why not? Because yeah. thankfully, thankfully, we don't see yet another instance of Marlene in lingerie in her bed. Again, <laughs> you know, or, 
or Marlene uh, in uh, skimp bikinis, a training in karate with other <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Or in the jacuzzi in the bedroom, you know. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man, like the issues that Moon Knight first pops up in, and those, like, Marlene's literally just like, oh, welcome home, Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's good to see that she's progressed a little, and, and, and it's good to see... Um, yeah, that she's kind of getting in, into the fray. All right, so characterization. Um, the guys that when we talk about Chainsaw, we're talking one-dimensional, nothing much there. Um, now, obviously, references to other runs. Uh, obviously, issue 23. Uh, basically, that's 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 it, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, there's nothing much else. Were there any other little drops of... Uh, no, I don't think there were any any other references. Slight Maybe references a throwaway line or something. Maybe... Oh, if that, sorry, what was that, David? Or maybe a throwaway line or something, if that. Yeah, I mean, if, if nah. that directly referenced something that happened. I'm not sure, do you guys know if the Praetorians ever actually came back anywhere else? Or they I died They died sure. with Chainsaw, yeah, they probably just... They were absorbed by the Secret Empire. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, they're, they're part of the... Empire. Yeah. They were bought out. The point, yeah, that's it. Um, okay, well, I mean, that's that pretty much wraps it then for this review. Um, now, as always, again, we've got the two rating systems here. I'm going to throw it to our um, awesome, ho- uh, not awesome co-hosts here, awesome guests. Uh, let's start with uh, with Bobby then. Uh, out of uh, first of all, which which rating system would you choose, and um, and how much would you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of ten which using the Conishu rating system would make it the DreamWorks logo moon. I stole mine. Oh, actually, so a, bit, oh. a bit of a crumb of the moon. Just I didn't think it was bad, just a bit generic. So 3 out of 10. Let me just... I've just got to write this for the annals. Um, so 3 out of 10 for you. Uh, David, is, um, similar thoughts then? Um, let me slightly amend that. I'll... Um... Let's see. Just to keep things different, I will uh, go with uh, the vanilla rating, and I'll do waxing crescent. Uh, waxing just get it slightly higher than uh, okay. three. Let's uh, let uh, me put. I'll, I'll put down three and a half then, just to sure, uh, yeah. call things even. Um, wow. So this loonies. Here we go. You, you're getting it straight from the sources here. Uh, look, yeah, Bobby. I I would yeah I would agree with you. Uh, oh, it would it would maybe a three and a half, um actually, um so somewhere I'll go for the con I'll go for Connishu's rating somewhere between a DreamWorks logo moon and a telephone moon, thank you Connishu whatever that hell that means uh three and a three and a half I think I've bumped it up half a mark I was going to give it three as well, um yeah. it, it just uh, I don't know to justify that a five out of ten is a is a a hard pass like you know that that's that's uh enough to get through uh this i'm never gonna revisit this again if that makes i'm already forgetting what happened um okay i'll probably amend it i will i give it three out of three and a half out of ten but i give it 10 chainsaws out of 10 okay so you're giving some chain you want chainsaw back um i want chainsaw back Ironically and unironically, like it's like yeah. I feel like someone could actually do something with this stupid. Uh, I wouldn't mind him coming back as like returning bad villain, like like the boy Stiltman is, or yeah. yeah, like a Stiltman type role where like you can't really yeah. take him seriously, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he 
you can also argue the fact that he's a blank slate and yeah. you know you can you can just do whatever you like some Chip Sadarsky or some Ed Brisson will go down the track and just go, hey, I'm going to pick this up, and I'm actually going to give him a backstory and everything. So, uh, you know. He was raised by uh, uh, actual Praetorians. <laughs> he, he was raised by a chainsaw. He, he was, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. He, he grew up in, like, Home Depot or something, in the, the chainsaw then, section. <laughs> and then his uh, chainsaw wife was killed in a gang shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't even know. We we get a little bit about he's he's got a who gave it to him. He's got an adamantium chainsaw now. So how did he? Like that? I don't know. That's very like, difficult what? to get adamantium. From what I understand, is very difficult to get and attain. That's just like the fact that it's adamantium because I can excuse that everybody's got adamantium or vibranium or whatever in their closet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like the fact that it's just it could just be a random chainsaw. They could just say it's a chainsaw, maybe just a stronger one. But they have just because they want to mention that it's adamantium. They're like, oh, this is like a Wolverine chainsaw. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. From your I'd like to see that chainsaw get a backstory, like it was designed to kill Wolverine. Oh, <laughs> like a, a a three-parter on the chainsaw, just the chainsaw yeah. itself. Yeah, why not? Like <laughs> you know, secret Hydra adamantium chainsaw tech. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the end you can. <laughs> maybe at the end you can. Um, the chainsaw can, you know, build a farm and Find have a, a family. Of, yeah, have a new family of chainsaws. Like it's like the, uh, the dummy from uh, the ventriloquist in Batman. Yeah, to, to drop that oh. again. He could he could start his own game, uh, and like because that that is what happens in uh, one part in Nightfall at least, where uh, the ventriloquist and the, and uh, Scarface get separated and like. The gang still thinks Scarface is in charge, even though he's just a piece of wood at this point. And, like, the ventriloquist isn't even there. I, th- I think we're giving the chainsaw much too too much credit here, guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't think we're going to give enough. <laughs> American hero. Um, look, I'm just having a quick look. Um, and <laughs> surprise, surprise. Look at, look at uh, so Looney Feedback, any Mooney missives. Unfortunately, no responses. Uh, I think everyone uh, either. I'd like to imagine uh, if, if only you got better guests on the show. No, no, I don't, no nothing to do with you guys. I, I think um, either they could not um, obtain a copy themselves, or they were just flummoxed by just the the the, the stellar stellar story that it was. So, um, so no uh, feedback there, loonies. We always love hearing from you. So, um, but anyway, I hope that um, David, Bobby, and and myself have given you a flavour of what hung jury is all about. If you do find our comments interesting uh, and enticing, you can uh, always check up eBay or your your LCS. I know that you. I know in the US, David, you guys have bargain bins and stuff where you get them for like a quarter and stuff, which is just, oh man, if only yeah, they had them here. Yeah, go digging in some bins if you want to find this sort of stuff. <laughs> like, and even then, it's not a guarantee. Like, um, over at my local comic shop, we have maybe five individual Moon Knight issues, and most oh. of them are from Spectre Moon Knight and, uh, and the Kavanaugh stuff specifically. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And the rest of it are trades. And that's how you wow. do the writing. Yeah. And and even harder still I imagine when the uh as the T V show approaches. So um yeah. It might be easier actually, because um uh for comic shops, I guess that not to get the old stuff, I suppose, but at 
least like you know there will be a lot more uh, mm. maybe a lot more trades available because uh, even at my at my comic shop there aren't that many of those. Mm-hmm. So coming out maybe like you know there'll be a, more of an uptick in that. Maybe we might see uh, some copies of the bottom. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah most uh, people say they can't get hold of that. That's sorry. What was that? Pretty hard one to track down these days. Uh, the bottom, pretty hard one to track down these days. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get mine on eBay in the end. Yeah, and Vengeance of the Moon Knight's pretty hard, isn't it? As well. Oh, really? Is it? Is it? No. I mean, it's hard over here. I don't know about. I thought. I thought it was difficult to get. It's a little bit easier, at least for me. Like okay. I can, I have more online spots for that. Like uh, the bottom's a bit harder to track down if I want it physically. But vengeance, good Wow, that's awesome. I mean, like, oh man, I wish. Yeah, I mean, I've got the trades, which I find are, are apparently are very hard to get, um, at least here. Um, but the issues are, are hard to come by, and they're they're pretty expensive on eBay. So, um, yeah. So anyway, loonies, that was uh, that was uh, the review, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for coming onto the show. It's uh, it's been a long time coming, 117 episodes, but I'm glad yeah. that you guys are on. You guys are titans of, uh, of promoting Moon Knight out there. So uh, it's just it's just great to actually finally um, catch you, like and, and put a, a face to a name. Albeit Bobby, you look like you're uh, you're stuck in a snowstorm somewhere. <laughs> that, that's my face. Oh, is, it was it. Awesome! It's a real I'm big plug. As an AI, oh, okay. Well, He's a real... good at role playing. <laughs> was a real big close up of your pupil or something. Um, <laughs> no, thank you again. And and guys, um, so where can uh, where can people find you then online? Or and you know where can they find you to learn more about Moon Knight? I just recommend uh, basically just looking at the Moon Knight Core Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com/MoonKnightCore. Mm-hmm. Because um, most of the other stuff I do is Moon Knight oriented, mm-hmm. but this stuff, this stuff is kind of like uh, you know that's the that's all I can say uh, yeah. as far as like, the websites we got. Like, um, yeah, that uh, we have our pin post at the top of the page. I will say for newcomers, mm-hmm. if you want to or specific places to read Moon Knight, uh, Bobby and I uh, listed down what comics we feel you should start with slash right. get into later so if you want to do that yeah perfect uh, perfect way to springboard into moon knight for any listeners out there who who are new um to moon knight and are keen to find out more about him um before the tv show drops uh absolutely as, as david said um check out their page um check out their pin posts as well at the top um and that should get you off and running um added to that as well check out hung jury it's just fantastic uh, also, as well, so uh, next phase, loonies, we have another Isla Ra sessions. Um, if you look into the moon, into the sky, next week it will be a waning gibbous and conchu decrees that we do an Isla Ra sessions. And I'll have a, a special guest, John Doc Harrison from TV Podcast Industries. Um, I'm a big fan of TV Podcast Industries. Guys, have you, do, do you listen to many podcasts, um, incidentally? Um, uh, I, uh, my brother, my brother and me, I sometimes go with, um, but, um, in general, uh, I, you guys, um, not every episode, <laughs> I do have to pick you guys as much as I can. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, other than that, I'm typically not much of a podcast guy. Okay. No, no, no worries. And Bobby as well, yourself? Uh, occasionally. It's generally like if I'm 
doing something else. I put like a podcast on the background, like I'm uh, playing video games and like trying to get a, a trophy that doesn't really need much support to it. I'm just yeah. grinding something. I'll say, well, uh, Macaulay Culkin, I should say. Uh, I've been listening. Buddy Ears, I believe it's called. Buddy mm-hmm. Ears. Macaulay Culkin, did you say? Yeah, Buddy Ears. Yeah, I listened to the episode recently that had uh, Red Letter Media. That was really fun. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, so. Um. <laughs> Oh, excellent. Okay, well, I'll put that in the show notes. Loonies, you can check it out if you're um, so interested as well. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, and I, 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 I do love the, the TV podcast industries um, uh, podcast. They were previously the Defenders TV podcast. Uh, they do they did all the Netflix shows, and they, they do Gotham as well, Gotham, Gotham TV podcast. Um, so definitely check them out. Um, and it was a fun chat with John, so he's got another four books there. Um, that were are very interesting indeed. Uh, anyway, loonies, uh, as we sign off the usual outro, we are part of the collective. Um, so we're a band of a few like-minded podcasters. We want to, we just want to create a network, um, in the most traditional sense. It's very informal, but if you do hashtag the collective net on, on Twitter or, um, at collective pods, um, you can find us and all the other shows as well. So, I mean, there are a ton of them um, from the likes of We Are Venomaniacs, a Venom podcast, um, to ourselves, to uh, uh, the Nexus of All Realities. There's a Man Thing podcast. Um, and also, oh, look, I'm just going to pick one oddly, uh, Weird Science, which is a really good one as well. They do um, DC and Marvel reviews of comics. Um, go check them out. Um, the Collective, really cool. Again, there's a link in our show notes. Um, it's fantastic. Um, um, fantastic listening anyway once again guys a big thank you very much and um yeah no worries and as we always say may conchu watch over the denizens of the night catch you later thanks for having us and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.